0: Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of The Still Room's Grimoire. I'm your host, April Ekwilen. And how's everybody doing? How's, how's everybody's week? Um, you know, like me personally, it's been, you know, it was a busy week with shop stuff and everything. And this week um, that we're now, that we're now in, I am super excited about. So just briefly before, you know, we go into the topic of today's episode. Um you all know that I am a huge haunted mansion fan. I mean literally the other day we went into Magic Kingdom into the park um and I just that's all I wanted to do was go on Haunted Mansion, walk through Memento Mori's, which is the store that's just outside of there to see what new um, Haunted Mansion merch they had and, um, and leave. So that's pretty much what we did. I mean, we did some other stuff. I mean, we do go around and, and everything and um, enjoy the, the perks of hubby being a, being a cast member, but um That's all I wanted to do. I just needed a little bit of haunted mansion therapy and I am super excited for this week because on Thursday, I'm going to see the haunted mansion movie. I have been waiting for this movie to come out. I am just, I am just excited. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for this movie to just, just to sit there and take it all in and go through and see how they incorporated the lore of of the rides and everything into into this movie. So I'm just I am just absolutely ex- excited. So yes, I'm a big haunted mansion fan. Um I have like this big tapestry in my in my office here that is the the stretching room. It has the portraits from the stretching room in it and I have all these different haunted mansion things and anything anything and everything haunted mansion that I can get my hands on. I absolutely, um, I absolutely love, it's always been a favorite of mine over the, you know, over the years, even, you know, even back, you know, going back like, you know, 10, 13 years, um, it was, it was just my favorite ride. It's always been, I've always loved riding it many times. Even in one trip, um, my favorite part, I mean, I love the whole mansion. Don't get me wrong. The whole mansion is just my vibe. And if I could just stay there forever, that would be amazing. Or if I could just decorate my house like that, or maybe find something like that, it would be amazing. Um, but my my absolute favorite part of the ride is is the attic. And I always... I always say whenever I'm in there that we're not in there long enough. It's very quick because I'm I love me some Constance Hatchaway, the bride. Um I love throughout the years seeing the changes that that um that character has gone through in in the ride and how the attic has changed a little bit. But yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Um and then obviously, you know, I love I love you know Madame Leota and all of her um, all of her glory and all of her spell work and readings and such. So I'm just outrageously excited for this movie to come out. So anyways, I'm going to stop talking about that because I could just go on and on and on about, um, about the mansion. But anyways, so this week, I wanted to talk to you guys more about some, some places to hit travel wise, some witchy tourism, so to speak, and some places that we have been, Um, Not too long ago that, you know, if you're looking for that kind of thing, if you like to, when you travel to kind of find little like witchy places that have a little bit of significance, um, then this one is for you. So back in, in April, you know, we were going up North, we were seeing some family, but along the way um, back towards home, we were stopping at at a variety of places. And one of the places that we stopped was in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. And you you know you wonder okay well what what the hell's there what what witchy thing is there well there is this tree there it's called the witch's tree and it's something you can definitely google and get some more information on um but it's pretty it's pretty interesting and the lore the legend around it you know is 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 pretty interesting so pretty much when you arrive at this site it's just it's this tree it's this kind of knotty mangled kind of, um, maple tree that is out in front of, you know, a house. Um, it's in a residential area. It's just, you know, park on the side of the street and it is right there. But when you look at it, it's, it's kind of, it just, it's not a pretty tree that's for sure. Um, but it's just kind of got all this stuff on it and around it and in it and everything. And many people, I mean, it's been in this neighborhood for years and years and years and many local people visit it regularly, but it has become a place kind of like this. Mecca, so to speak, this place where people who practice, um, come through and do certain things there, leave certain things there. So let me give you a little bit of history about it. So according to the legend, So this, this tree, it stands, um, like I said, it's in a residential neighborhood. It is on the corner of sixth street and park Avenue. And, um, it used to be back in the day, like back in the late 1800s, like 1889, 1890 ish, um, it was a favorite spot for witches and voodoo practitioners and, and so on. So it was just, it was a spot where people would go and, you know, practice, practice their craft. Um, but back in 1889, um, the, the city, they were doing this, you know, planning this festival and you know how, you know, like cities do, sometimes they don't have the best interest of, you know, people at heart and they like to take over things that people have enjoyed for a long period of time. Well, that's what happened here. The city wanted to chop down this tree to use it for their annual May Day celebration. So they wanted to make a maypole out of it. Okay. So it's, you know, the city's like, yeah, we want to make this maypole and, you know, okay, fine, whatever. It's got got some, you know, pagan, you know, um, influence there and pagan, you know, pagan celebration, but you know, it angered a lot of the witches and practitioners, um, there because they used it, they used it in ritual, they used it in their practice and it kind of became as a sacred space for them. So of course they didn't want it chopped down. Um, so the, uh, you know, the the witches and everything in the area decided that they were going to let the city know that they were angry and they gave the city warnings. They put out warnings of what would happen if the city decided to take down this tree. Well, like a lot of cities and government officials, they didn't want to listen. So they chopped down the tree, and they put up a maple with it. So in retaliation, this coven of witches decided they were going to brew up this tornado. So legend has it that this tornado came up and destroyed much of Louisville. Um, It destroyed, you know, houses, mansions, schools, um, uh, a bourbon and tobacco warehouse, churches, railroad station. I mean, it just, created devastation. And, um, you know, a lot of people lost their lives be, because of it, including members of this planning committee for this city festival that they needed this maypole for. So, um, when all of this was happening, the, the storm that this, this tornado made, um, this bolt of lightning, came, came down and hit the stump of, of this tree, where this, where this tree, where these rituals were done. So this, this bolt of lightning came down and it struck, struck this stump where this tree was. And what happened? Well, this knotty mangled tree sprang up and grew in replace to replace the old one. So, um, So yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting, this lore behind it, whether you believe in that lore or, um, or not, but that's the, that's the kind of background story of this. So when you walk up to it, when I say that it is this mangled looking tree, it is, and I'll, I'll share some pictures of, from when we were there. Um, on our, on our socials, but it is, it's this knotty mangled looking tree. And there's, there's really not a lot of grass around it. And it looks like it's just, you know, coming up out of the, the sidewalk and like the little bit of land that's there in front of the, the houses that are, that are in front of it. And there's all sorts of things that are in it. Um, There was like a, a parking cone when we were there, there's dolls hanging from it. There. There was like a wig hanging from it. There's little twigs and toy cars and little pieces of candles and bottles and money and just trinkets just everywhere that people leave. So it is still this this gathering place that brings people here to either perform ritual or leave a working, leave remnants of a spell, leave their intentions, leave their manifestations, what whatever, whatever it has. There's even um like like Mardi Gras beads up on it. And like and I guess some people say that with whatever you leave, whatever the item is, the higher you can get it up on the tree the better result you're going to have. um you know so that's another little um little legend in regards to to this tree but um people leave offerings they leave gifts and and when i was there um i not only left um left a couple of of workings i also left remnants of, of a working that I saved specifically for this tree. So it was like a, it wasn't just a, when I say like leaving remnants of an, of a working, it's not like, oh, I'm using it to just kind of toss this out. It's done. I specifically wanted to put it there because of the energy of the history of the tree. So that's why I left that that there. And then I left some offerings because you know me, I like to leave, like to leave some offerings when I'm there. And then I left some, some intentions and just kind of walking around, you know, around the tree, um leaving them and like the little crevices and such um was pretty neat. And we spent we spent some, you know, a decent amount of time there. And it was nice to be able to just kind of walk around and look at everything that was there and kind of get an idea of what, what people may have been using it for and, you know, trying to think of what they were, you know, what their intentions might've been and just kind of making your own story about what was there in your head. So like I said, I went and I I left some items and I did actually um, grab some dirt from around the tree. So, you know, me and grabbing my dirt from places, from significant places that I visit. So I did grab some dirt from there, um, left an offering for that, made sure that it was something that, again, I asked permission for just like I do when I go into a cemetery for graveyard dirt or go anywhere. I ask permission. You know, some people are like, well, I don't understand why you do that. Well, it's because that's what I do. And I want to make sure that the, you know, the people who are associated, like when I'm in a cemetery or even just the, the nature spirits and everything that are associated with this tree are okay with me doing that. So I grab some dirt, have a little bit of that so I can use that whenever I need it, um, add it to some spell work or, or whatnot. but, um i I made sure, like I said, that I left an offering. And then I left some other offerings there. I left some workings there. And then I left some I left um the remnants of of a spell that I had that I've just been literally hanging on to for months because I knew I was going to be there. Um, So remember that travel, that travel box that I tell you guys that I have that I bring with me, this is where it comes in handy because everything was in that box and whatever I brought back with me went in that box. So I knew everything was right there, Um, but just just spending time there um, was, was just interesting. You could, you could sense the energy, you can sense the energy of the people who have left stuff there And, you know, you can just sense the energy of, of that tree and just taking it all in. It really is. It really is a sight to see. And I'm sure some, you know, a lot of people when they drive by, uh, probably don't pay it much attention other than maybe they see this, you know, really funky tree with all this stuff in it. Um, but, most people that know about it, they respect it. They leave the items there. They don't mess with the items and, and yeah, and they just enjoy, they enjoy that, that space and kind of, kind of reclaiming that space again. So it, it was kind of interesting. And there has been like, there has been some you know, some people obviously who have, who have taken some stuff from there and you know what, that's their, that's their karma. That's their energetic, you know, um, stuff that they got to deal with. So, but like any other place that we've, that we've visited that has a significance to it, always, you know, going, going there with respect, bringing offerings, um, and just enjoying the space is, is what, what I'm all about. Um, and the cool thing is, is like the, the witch's tree actually even has its own Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook, um, you can go on there and you can, um, you can see sometimes people will share, um, like, their their spell work that they've done or what gifts they've left and and sometimes you get some of the posts on there about like you know curses hexes um for people who who steal from from the tree so so yeah it's kind of interesting and you can um there are we didn't get to go on any while we were there but maybe next time if we're ever ever in the area there are obviously some like ghost tours that go around and and some other tours of the city that go around and they do stop there and they talk about the lore and everything. So yeah. So if you're in that area, if you live around that area, or if you're going to be traveling through there, definitely go and check it out. If it's something that you like to like to do Um, it's, it's really quick. It's nothing. It wasn't like crowded or anything. We were there. We were the only ones there when, when we stopped by, but you just, park on the side of the road and just, you know, obviously be respectful. You are in a neighborhood. It is a residential neighborhood. It is in front of, um, I think they're like apartments cause it was a pretty big, pretty big building. I think it was maybe, maybe a duplex or maybe some apartments or whatnot, but definitely a, there was a lot of people that, um, that lived there. Um, but just, you know, being respectful, making sure that you're not being disruptive, especially depending on the time of day that you go and, you know, just being respectful of the space that's, that's there. And, um, remember that even if you're not bringing something like a working or intentions or whatnot, I always like to just Still bring an offering, bring something just to be like, you know, hey, thank you. Thank you for letting me share this space. Thank you for letting me uh, you know intake some of this energy of the space, you know, whatever. But I always like to leave something, um, even if I'm not you know using the area or or whatnot. So, Um, So yeah, definitely. If you guys are in the Louisville area, plan on going through it, definitely look it up. It doesn't take long. Um, You know, we were there for, I think maybe like a half an hour. Um, And, and that was it. And it was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was very, very cool to see. And obviously because, you know, people leave stuff and stuff changes and everything, it's not going to look the same you know, when when you go, especially if you get to maybe go a few times, um, you know, over the course of, you know, whenever, like if you travel through there regularly or whatnot, you may notice that things change. Some things might not be there anymore. Hopefully they weren't taken by somebody, but sometimes some people will leave stuff there. And then once their working is done, maybe they remove it. Um, people add stuff. Also, you know, you gotta keep, you know, keep in mind weather and stuff can also move stuff around and everything. So definitely check it out because it is, it is a really cool place and, um, a great place to just kind of mark off on your, your like witchy tourism bucket list. You know, if that's a thing, maybe I should start that. I mean, I already do have like a little Google map on it, but you know, maybe I should like, I don't know, start, start something like that, like witchy tourism. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Like I need another thing to do. So, anyways. Let's talk about this week's card of the week. So this week's card of the week is the seven of Pentacles. so the the seven of of pentacles is is that card of you've you planted your seeds, right? you've 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 created, started this idea. you've created it. you've worked at it you've put in the stuff that you need to put into. And now you need to kind of maybe take a step back and like analyze everything, kind of take a look at the situation, look at what worked, look at what didn't and look at what you've grown already. And this is where sometimes when we see stuff, like when we're working on something, some kind of project or new creative endeavor or whatever, um, or even just working on ourselves and our path, sometimes this is where we get that, oh, nothing's happening because I don't see it. Or there's just been this little amount of growth there, this little amount of movement, and we can get frustrated. We can get impatient. And with that, we have to remember that we 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 have to be patient, even though it's it's hard. Believe me, I am not a when it comes to stuff like that, I am not a patient, patient person. Um, but you have to give yourself kudos for everything that you've done to get to where you are. Realize that you still have like tremendous growth and, you know, success ahead of you because what we see on the surface is just the teeny ting- teeny top. We don't see all that stuff that's underneath all those big, strong roots that are growing underneath that will eventually start to, you know, stuff will start to break, free, break through and we'll have those, that new growth, that new movement. So you have to maybe, you know, have a little patience, maybe look at some stuff, see what worked, see what didn't, but still tend to what it is that you're, that you're doing still tend to that growth, still, still tend to that idea, to that, to that goal and know that it's going to pay off. It already has started paying off. Even if we just see little, little payoffs, we have to keep in mind that, you know, you have to, you have to realize that sometimes things happen in like smaller steps, they happen a little bit more slower and, you know, we have to be, we have to be okay with that. And I know easier said than done, but you know, something that we have to do, but it also is a time that we can go, okay, maybe we need to just take a little bit of a break We've we've done all that we can do for right now. Now we have to wait. And this is where the patience comes in because maybe we put in the work, we put in the work, we put in the work and we see a little bit of growth, but now we have to see where that, where that work is gonna take us. So we may need to wait a little bit. So during this waiting time, we're gonna take a little bit of a rest. We're not gonna completely stop what we're doing but we're going to take that little bit little bit of rest and maybe plan a little bit like i said maybe look at some things maybe see if we need to tweak anything and and then go from there because then once we start to see stuff once we start to see the you know more growth and we start to move farther on our journey then we know that you know this this harvest so to speak that we've that we've created it's going to be it's going to be good. So, just practice a little patience, practice a little bit of, you know, kind of taking a little bit of a break and then continue to work on on the goal, continue to put the work in. So, I know again, easier said than done, but it is it is doable. So just remember that, okay? So, um that's going to be it for for this week. Um I'll definitely, you know, throw up some pictures of the witch's tree, um, you know, on our socials, but we've got some exciting stuff coming, um, coming up this, this month, some inner this next month, actually in August, I keep thinking we're already in August, but we're not, um, we're going to be, um, I have some interviews coming up that I'm going to be sharing with you that I cannot wait, um, to share with you. And then, Uh later on in August, towards the end of August, so probably not until the beginning of September. Um, we're gonna be going down to Key West for a little bit. So my first time, so I'm probably gonna have some stuff um from there as well. So lots of things coming, lots of things coming. Um, busy with the shop and everything. You guys can follow us on, you know, Facebook and Instagram with that. And, um, yeah, so I am excited. I will maybe start, you know, maybe posting some little like hints and stuff of some things to come, but you guys will just have to, um, you guys will just have to keep tuning in because I'll, I'll mention it in, in, uh, in episodes to come. So yeah. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. See how you can incorporate that seven of pentacles card into your week and, uh, you know, just use it as a reminder. Okay. So, thank you again so much for joining me. This has been a production of The Still Room music by Breakmaster Cylinder. Don't forget if you want to join our little coven on Facebook, Awaken the Witch is our group there. It is a great, safe space to to connect with other people from all over, I mean, across the globe. We have people in, you know, other countries and everything. It is amazing. So, um so yeah, so definitely check that out. And, uh, don't forget, you know, follow us on our socials, not only for the podcast, but the shop as well. And miss Raven, the shop cat, she has her own Instagram. She is very popular in the shop. So you can, uh, you can see what she's up to as well. So, okay. I will talk to you all next week. Take care, witches. Blessed be.